<laughs> no, I was thinking the same word, chameleon. Like one of the yeah. things that I, I really kind of loved about my upbringing as well is my mother always wanted me to experience multiple cult different cultures. So yes. there's been times where, you know, she took me to a bat mitzvah. There's times mm -hmm. where, awesome. you know, you know, like I've had so many, I had a such, uh, you know, went to, the, went to be among uh, Mennonite and Amish people, you know, like wow, a bunch of different it. experiences that are not normal in the context of where I'm from. Yeah. But they opened me to the idea of being of, of, of different cultures and being able to it. relate to people in different ways. And so you may say, well, I'm from a different or weird background or whatever the case may be. But that's mm -hmm. a that's a really a, a, a superpower for you. I don't want you to think about it as a that's negative true. or something that's going to be the, taking you away. You your experiences are a huge part in making you valuable. Like the word oh, for sure. that, that Tamara said, valuable, you're valuable. Mm -hmm. Don't don't oh, think your experiences. Sure diminish your value you are valuable because of your experiences as well yes yes so we're going to talk about this sales engineering yeah. let's talk about this because a lot of people are confused about it they scared about it can you mm. explain in your experience what is a sales engineer or a solutions architect i believe that's the word for it right uh, yes they, there's so many terms for it so in the pre-sales uh, profession on honestly one of my mentees put it best i thought this was a great um a great description. It's like the sales ninja assassin. And I, I was like, what? <laughs> when she first said that, but um, yeah. as people, when you think of sales, anything, everyone has that picture of the car salesman or somebody calling to get you to get something and they see an annoying person. And that doesn't change even within tech. <laughs> like I, I'll see an 800 number. I'm like, oh, what are they trying to get me for? You know, nobody wants to talk to a salesperson because it always feels like you're giving <laughs> and they're taking, but then you're not getting anything back. So as a sales engineer, your, your job is to be that value, um, that trusted advisor. You are, and I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to say it. I guess you're like, not tricking them because you are a salesperson, but that is not going to be your objective when you go in. When you go in, you want to build rapport. You want to um, make sure that they know that you're trying to solve for their pain versus I'm just trying to get you into a solution. Um, and I think that's the biggest difference. We all have the same objective. We want to, we want them to have our product, but I think a sales engineer cares more about does this fit? <laughs> they think about the whole customer journey, not just after the sale ends, but are we going to have churn later on because we put them in the wrong solution? Are, are Can you they explain going churn to... for those that don't know? I'm sorry to interrupt you. What, mm -hmm. what churn is? Because some people might not it's, know. They just don't renew <laughs> and yeah, they don't want the product basically. anymore. Mm -hmm. um, so these are things you, I mean, I didn't think about it before, um, but it's, you're looking at the whole customer journey versus just can I get this, uh, this check? <laughs> and um, we also have the ability and we can rest. Um, we could be a little bit more chill about it because our salary is not completely dependent on a quota. And so um, I just sh I'll shout that out, but we do have the same objective. We want to sell a product, um, but we just try to get in there a different way. <laughs> So and, trusted advisor. Yeah. 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 And, and how technical of a role is being a sales engineer? Uh, it depends. It has a, there's a scale. I am, I am in a functional um, type of role. So we want to say functional and technical. Um, functional is more so um, it's, it's a lot less technical. So you're not going to be um, 
or you may not have to code anything. Um, it'll be good for you to have a, an understanding of like integrations, APIs and stuff like that. Um, but you're not going to have to have like a talk with another engineer <laughs> about something. Um, we do have some roles that are a lot more technical. Um, I know, I feel like Splunk is a, a little bit more technical. I mean, am I allowed to say these things? Hey, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> like there's certain roles like sales. And if you get into any kind of sales um, company, um, and I'm in sales enablement. So mm -hmm. we're talking about a platform, a cloud and how we can, um, how we can pretty much help sales and marketing teams um, come together so that they can ramp faster and help bring that money in. Right. Um, but if I was working at Okta, for instance, I'd have to know a lot more <laughs> detail and a lot more, I'd have to be a lot more technical because they're talking about people's security, you know, and Good identity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, so I, I would expect my sales engineer to be able to go out and have conversations with people who work in security and they're, they're going to be a lot more technical. So you have the functional and technical. You do not have to know how to code. I will say it does help, um, but you don't have to. And there are tons of roles that do not require you to do that. The biggest thing is, um, the thing you would wanna work on is, and I struggle with this still, is your business and sales acumen, knowing how to talk sales. Mm. You don't have to switch it up. You don't have to you know, code switch or anything like that. But um, being able to, elevate your your talking track is something I'm currently working on <laughs> because I speak like me I, I explain something the way I understand it and yeah. you're going to be talking to various levels of people and if you're talking to a CRO or if you're talking to um, like the head of a de of a department you may not want to you want to talk to about the things that they are interested in. And if you mm. don't know, if you don't know certain things like um, KPIs or yeah. don't ask me, like I'm, I know what this means, but I can't remember the, the exact acronym. performance ask. indicators. Thank you. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> well, if you want to talk about stuff like that, you know, um, you want to know what you're talking about, not just repeating a script because we talked about this earlier, like, knowledge and um plus understanding is actual wisdom that's when you're gonna feel really comfortable right mm -hmm. so um being able to communicate um efficiently at a higher level i think you have to, there is some upskilling even if it's not a technical role mm, so oh, good yeah. <laughs> Ooh, so good so they they have, they're like oh I, people mouths are like watering right now like i want to be a sales engineer too <laughs> how do i be a sales engineer like tamara how do i do that Tamara, how did you become a sales engineer? Well, I went to Pre-Sales Academy, as I said, and mm -hmm. that gave me a really good foundation. Um, yes, it gave me a very, very good foundation. I joined the Pre-Sales Collective, and that is a great group to be, um, or a great network that connects you with over 20,000 uh, pre-sales professionals. Um, but the most important thing that I did was network. And I always say network for the net worth because that is that is how I got my job. That is how I got a lot of opportunities that I did get. Um, I and I will. I just want to point out this is not going to be everybody's experience, but I did have um, 
I did not have to cold apply to anything. I was um, spoken to. People were in my LinkedIn. And that's also because of the work that I put in to network. Mm. I had lots of demos lined okay. up. I accepted my second offer. And that's what it was because I put in a lot of work to um, build upon what I already had. And I, I don't know if you're going to get back to this, but I, I do want to go back to that point where you were saying like, experiences, how we can build upon them. Every experience is buildable. Mm. And that is something that I did not understand the value of um, for a long time. But you at home may be feeling like, well, I don't, I didn't do this. I didn't do that. Like I have no, you know, experience in corporate guys. My first job when I was 15 was at McDonald's. My second job was Target. Um, I worked at, at a daycare. I worked um, as a political canvasser. So I was mm. in the sun trying to get people to register doors. to vote, all that stuff. Like mm -hmm. that was in 2018, guys. So that wasn't that long ago. I taught online, taught English online. I was a nanny for like two years in while I was in my grad school. So and half of that was under the table. It's not. Anyways, but all this to say that I did not have as impressive um, of a resume as other people. I had lots of things. And what I had to do was look at my resume, look at the skills that I gained from all of those jobs mm. and put it into a presentable package. And I made sure I marketed the H out of myself. Um, mm -hmm. And I will never look down on anybody who works because I mean, I've, I'm the person who's worked in everything, literally. Yeah. And um, I was given an opportunity. So everything that you've done in the past, you can use. Um, you just have to really think hard about how you want to present that and think about the role you want and how those skills, what skills you can take to highlight or what did you learn when you were doing this or that. Um, and when you're in an interview, talk about those things. Don't be ashamed that uh, your longest job was at Burger King or KFC or Chick-fil-A. Don't yeah. be mad about that. What did you learn there? I learned mm. how to be um, a great salesperson. I was wonderful with our customers. I was able to, if I counted all the people in my drive-thru came back, where's Tamat? Where's a great jelly girl? Like people wanted me to, you know, like <laughs> the they're great like, oh, jelly girl. Yeah. I'm like, you want some great jelly with that? You know, I always do that. For <laughs> so, um, service like, with a smile. Exactly. So what makes mm. people come back? What is it important? What's important about, um, the customer journey? Is it mm. just the product or is it building rapport and building those relationships? I was great at building relationships. And so mm. I took that. I, I was great. I had a record of me building relationships at Target, at mm. McDonald's, at wherever I worked. And I had a record of me putting systems in place. I'm creative. I do. I don't just do the minimum. I always do extra. I'm very extra. I know that. Very but Caribbean. I, that's that's that, so Caribbean exactly. right there. <laughs> Four jobs, one time. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So like, I, um, <laughs> this is stuff that I was, that I did. And I always, um, I, like I showed that. And so when I was, when I received objections in red, in, um, in interviews, I would say, I understand that, you know, maybe another candidate has this, but I've, I was able to use this and transform it into this. Hmm. And I understand with, um, if they say, well, you don't have as much experience. That's true. But 
what I do have is a lot of grit. And with, if you guys have a great onboarding, I know I have a record of learning tons of languages um, or learning lyrics to songs. If I can do that, then I can learn your coding language. Like, mm. or I can do this. So I made it, I made sure that when they would have objections, I was like, I see what you're saying. You always say, yeah. you always empathize and say, I understand that. It would make me nervous to hire somebody um, who's never done it before too. However, I know that I will rise to the challenge. I'm a person, I'm a great person to have on a team because I'm hungry. Like mm. point out these things that make you amazing. And well, mm. I won't go that far. I won't go that far. <laughs> but anyway, she's, about to, she's like, hold me back. Hold me back. Yeah. Hold me back. I, 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 I kind of don't want to. I don't want to hold you back. You know, you, she, she said a lot of, Tamara said a lot of great things, family, if you were catching that. She was going into the mindset of what it means to be in this field. And she said a lot of good things. Don't give up. She said, this is work when you get here. I want to kind of talk about her experiences relating to so many people came back to her benefit so that she could expand her network in tech. Mm. And now everybody's knowing her as the grape jelly girl in tech. <laughs> she, you might the brand that I'm the grape jelly girl. I'm, in grape tech. Jelly. I'm the grape jelly. Girl. Oh man, this is so good. If you, if you really like this family, don't forget to like and comment in this comment section right now. If there's nuggets, use the comment section as your notebook. I have, a, I have a friend, his name is Phineas. I'm going to call him out because every time he catches one of these interviews, he literally is time stamping everything right I there. He's it. like, he's writing quotes down. That's he's me. using it as a notebook. <laughs> he's Amazing, like, I'm writing though. it down. I don't want to forget this. So use this as your notebook. Write down things sure. that are taught. Because she, man, she's dropping gems. She's dropping gems. You got to probably watch this twice. This is probably going to be a two-part series because yeah. it's so much good in here. And I love it. Thank so, you, man. Absolutely. Um, you got me. My mind is going. I'm trying to think of, 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 of I was going to ask about networking, but I think we talked about that in a really good a way because because you could talk about her life experience and her be able to connect with people. And you could take that and try to connect with people and build off. And this is what mm -hmm. I heard Tamara say and without saying it, authentic relationships with people. They're not a means to an end. They're actually a person on the other side of that. So building an authentic relationship with them where mm -hmm. you're being authentic with who you are. It goes a long way. Ooh, okay. Here's here we go. They always ask me this question: What is a day in the life of an SDR like? So I'm going to ask you this for a sales engineer: What is a day in the life of the sales and sales engineer, Tamara? Mm. What's the day in life for you? So I can give you a, a bit of two perspectives. So I'm an associate sales engineer. So my job, I support um, the the sales the sales engineers. That means I. I didn't realize I was getting myself into a technical-ish role, but I kind of, <laughs> kind of did. So I uh, make the demo environments. I um, I add the assets in. I make sure that the SEs can tell whatever story they need to. Now I can also give you from my perspective what SEs do. I mean, they a typical day can start off with um, checking up on your emails, the most basic thing, right? Um, making sure that you're prepared for every meeting that you have. Preparation includes listening to your discovery calls. If um, if you're not in on them, I, I know a lot of SCs are, are they can be involved in the, in the discovery process, but um, I would suggest if you use Chorus, Gong, whatever you guys use within your companies, Gong. Li yeah, <laughs> listen to your discovery calls. 
you can uncover so much. Don't just rely on the notes that your um, AEs provide you with because everybody can take, I, somebody can say potato and then me and me and jo Joseph will like have a different meeting from that, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, two brains are better than one sometimes. So just make sure you're actually um, taking part of that discovery. If that's a call, great. Um, some people can go in there and wing it if it were me, because I do have to prepare for mock demos and I do do some uh, subject matter expert demos. I have to prepare. So that means I got to look up the company. Um, I have to look up the people who are going to be on that call. I have to practice. And um, maybe this comes from being, you know, being a singer, but I have to practice for me to feel comfortable. I need to know the layout. That means you're going to, based off of what you know, their pain points are. So based off of discovery, you want to go through your demo um, and make sure you have your click paths lined up. Okay, what am I going to show? Am I just going to show them everything? No, people do, <laughs> but you don't want to. You want to make sure it's tailored. So preparation, I would say like 60% of everything making sure you know what's going to happen in the call. You're not going to know everything and they're going to ask a question that's probably going to throw you. But um, just being prepared. When you have that downtime, use that to catch up on something else. Listen to another person do the, a demo. Um, sit, on, sit in on a call. Like always be, especially if you're, I'm giving you the perspective if you are coming into um, a position from not having a position, like so entry. Um, but Find a mentor within. Um, make sure you're always trying to consume as much. Um, SCs in in my at my company, the most they'll be in. From talking to one of my my um, colleagues, she has about three at most calls in a day, and then a lot of it's free time. So this is a great career for work life balance. Me, I am enough. So of course, I've given myself lots of projects. Uh, and so I really try to improve processes and um, that's paid off in my in my favor because I'm getting more responsibility, which will hopefully lead to some really good growth professionally. So <laughs> nice, nice. Well, as you're talking, I remember the fact about you. You're you're a mother. And yeah. I think that a lot of women out there, mothers that are that are trying to make this happen, they may, they could, they could definitely glean from you and mm -hmm. learn some things. So how did you manage being a mother and breaking into this field or pivoting into this field? How did you manage that? It was really hard guys. I'm not going to lie. And, um, I, I did, and I still do lean on my sister for a lot of support. She's watching my daughter right now to upskill. It took a lot. Um, so I spent hours just learning, learning, learning. Um, it's, I'm a single mom now, so it is hard. If you have support, then that's even better. <laughs> if your kids are older, that's great. Use the time that when they're away to, to, to work on things, like if they're in school or something. Um, but the balance is very difficult. The thing I would admonish everybody to remember or try to do is when it's five, log off. And don't log back on. <laughs> Silence is slack. Mm. That's super mm -hmm. hard. That's super hard. Mm -hmm. I know. But um, you'll be happier for it. And in the long run, your kids will be too. 
it's still something I struggle with because I feel like I can get so much done. I just need just one more sentence, just one more this, but log off at five. Um, that will help with work-life balance. But trying to pivot, it's going to take a lot of work. It's going to take a village. And uh, this is where you have to chop the shame tree down, not have a lot of pride, ask for help. It's really hard, especially within our community, Black women, we think we can do it all. Thought I was a superwoman, but I would not have been here without support from my my family and my sisters. Absolutely. So. Mm -hmm. mm. Such a gem. <laughs> Log off after 5 p.m. And one thing I really respect about this industry, depending on the company you work for, mm -hmm. I know my company, Freesia, man, they, my manager's like, we don't want to see you here. Five o'clock, right. go be with your family. Like, that was unheard of in my in, a, in other companies that I worked for in the past. They were just kind of like, hey, I want as much as I could get from you. Um, and so it's really difficult. It's really difficult to do it. But in this space, they, they really do respect that. And I, that's one thing I love about oh, yes. working in this space right now. I got my weekends back. I could be with my oh. kids. It's 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 mm. and if you luck out to get a company that has unlimited PTO like mine does. Yeah, um, me too. And luckily, I am. I don't know how it works for those who are in the field. So we have field SEs, and those are the people who are customer facing all the time. That's them, the bulk of what they do. I don't know how it works for them because you know you're kind of constrained to the schedule of the meetings you book. But I know for me, it's very simple. <laughs> and my bosses, they're always like, "Tamara, don't you want to take some time off?" I'm like, "No, I, I don't need it." <laughs> but yeah. they're very big on that, you know. Mental health and everything. They, they oh, always yeah. consider that. So mm -hmm. this has been such a rich conversation. Yeah, I think it's gotta been get so another one. fun. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna do probably do have to do follow ups. At, actually, you know what? I'm gonna leave it up to the audience. Do you want to do yeah. a follow up, follow up with Tamara? I think you do. I'll put it in the comment section below. Write down. Hey, we need a part because <laughs> this is gonna be a two part series. We need part three, part four. Uh, uh, <laughs> if you want that, put that in the section below because this was so rich. I, I want to kind of pivot now to the to the brain. I know we talked about mindset. Yeah throughout this entire conversation. But if you had to sum up the mindset that one would need to have, not only to be where you are, Tamara, but to scale from there, mm. what would be the way, or how would you summarize the mindset one needs mm. to have? Um, I always start with grit and resilience. Um, you, we know about work. We know how to work hard. And um, that is ingrained in us because of who we are as a people. Um, I'm speaking specifically to people of color in America. And uh, so we know how to, to work hard. Mm -hmm. Don't let it stop when you've reached a goal, one goal. Mm. Um, I don't think everybody has to be a manager. I don't think everybody has to, um, to, to like be like VP of anything. I'm not saying that, but let your work really speak for you. Like, be that person, try to do extra things. Like I, I, I you'll get multi, you'll get varied advice on this. Some people say don't do more than you required. <laughs> but for me and what's worked out so far is I, I'm always trying to find a way to insert myself into a room, into a conversation um, and make myself invaluable because I know I am, but I'm going to set up the processes. I'm going to add, leave my mark wherever I am. And so with grit and resilience, um, that hard work and determination and always being um, at a place to, to grow, taking opportunities that you can grow. Um, I think that's very important. And not being afraid to be wrong and to not know.
that's that's the I feel like that could be even higher because I seem real stupid a lot of times, <laughs> but I'm not afraid of that because I don't know. And so <laughs> one thing I will say, it's it will pay off. If you don't know, ask. Um, don't be afraid. Don't tr not try something because you don't know how to do it. Um, it will all lend to getting you into a, a better place. And I am a, a testament of that, I feel. I'm like killing it, if I do say so myself. And that's just because talk, that's all these things. <laughs> so, yeah, I said a lot. <laughs> No worries. I, I love letting people speak because we get so much more gems, so much more diamonds, so much more rubies and so much more gold. And this conversation has been gold. If it has I been gold it. for you, write in the comment section below. Let Tamara know how she how 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 much you value this conversation. And, and is it OK if I put your LinkedIn in the description as well? They Please reach out do. To you? Reach out to me. Reach out to me. <laughs> You're going to have a lot of sales engineers from different boot camps <laughs> reaching out. And I want to encourage people. Right. If you if you heard anything from this conversation is do not give up, really do not give up. And if you are thinking about getting into tech sales, if you're thinking about becoming an IT professional or even thinking about coming a digital marketer or in this case, being an SE, reach out to Tamara about the SE part. I, can, I don't know much about that, so I can't <laughs> I can't <laughs> help you that but that part. But with everything else, I would say try course careers, even try the boot camp she mentioned for becoming an SE. Uh, and, and we definitely want you to 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 make a mark in this industry because they we, we need we need you. We need you no matter what background you come from, no matter what, quote unquote, disability somebody be, somebody may have labeled you with. We mm -hmm. need you in this space. We yes. need you in Come this space. Come on, somebody. Come, Come on, on somebody. Yeah. <laughs> and with that being said, this has been a blast. And we will have a follow-up to this. Thank you, Tamara, for joining Thank me. Thank you so much uh, for inviting me. I really enjoyed spending time with you. <laughs> yeah, likewise, likewise. And to the audience, like I always say, I hope to see you on the other side. Take care, family, and have a great day.